0: Hey, if you're listening in New York, be careful. The mayor of your city wants migrants to sleep on your couch. <laughs> What's up? What's up? This is Marque Saves the Republic. I would say your spare bedroom, but I've lived in New York. Nobody has a spare bedroom. Most people don't even have bedrooms. Anyway, we'll get to that story here in just a minute. Thanks so much for joining me. A couple things I want to mention. First of all, it's really early today. In fact, you may be getting this podcast earlier than usual because for, uh, for Father's Day, which is coming up in a couple weeks, my wife booked me a dentist appointment. <laughs> now, I, now I know what you're thinking. Um, can you take a hint? Yeah. No, she booked me a dentist appointment because she and I have believed for a very long time that I should get my teeth whitened. And uh, the reason is because I do television, Newsmax TV. I'm on Newsmax all the time now. I do their Saturday. Uh, you know, I have the Saturday Markay show. I've been doing some guest spots throughout the week. And what, And her take on this whole thing, her idea is, you know, you want to look your best on TV, not because I'm an egomaniac, not because I'm vain. I mean, I'm a little vain, but not because I'm overly like I don't look at myself and go, well, I need to get my teeth white. And so I look good. But because we don't want to offend other people, you know, she, she's like, you don't want people being distracted by yellow teeth. So if you have your teeth white, people are actually going to listen to what you say. And she's not wrong because I'll, I'll do the same thing. I'll be watching TV and I'll be listening to something like, man, their teeth are a little yellow, huh? And I know all of, and all of a sudden I realize I'm not even listening. I'm not even listening to the words that are coming out of their mouth. They could be telling me how to become a bazillionaire in three easy steps. Or they could be talking about the second coming of Christ and how to prepare. I don't know what, it, I don't know what they're saying because their teeth aren't perfect. So my wife said, you know, you don't want people distracted by, by any of that. So I'm going to get you teeth whitening. So today, in about an hour, I have to go get my teeth whitened for Father's Day. <laughs> but that means good news for you is not only when you watch me will you not be distracted by my nasty teeth, But also, you get the podcast a little bit earlier today, so uh, kudos to you, kudos to my wife. Also, sip of coffee. Mm. I wanted to do something new today because, you know, we have a lot of benchmarks on the radio show. For example, we have uh, Week in Review Trivia, which comes on Friday, and Fake News Friday, and we've got Whatever You Want Wednesday, and, you know, all these things that we do on particular days. In fact, people have told me, they're like, I didn't know what day it was until I turned on your show And all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh, it's weekend. It's uh, whatever you want." Wednesday must be Wednesday. You know, that's that's an easy one. Um, And I thought we would do something similar here on the Mark K Saves the Republic podcast. And on Tuesday, what I wanted to do was I wanted to take some time out to read reviews. We get a lot of reviews on the podcast. We get a lot of reviews, uh, you know, on on iTunes. Um, We get a lot of review. I don't. You know what? Hold on. Say, I'm 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 going to try to. I'm pulling up Spotify. I don't have the Spotify reviews are any different. I think they all, I think I, I get them all kind of in the same place. Um But yeah, we get, we get tons of reviews and I wanted to share some of them and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to just you know, kind of let people know that we're reading them, that we care about what you say and that we thank you for the reviews. So every Tuesday will be reviews day. Uh-huh. See, I did that kind of, it's like a rhyme, like Tuesday reviews day, kind of, Kind of reviews to use. It kind of rhymes. Um, anyway, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to kick off the show today reading some of the reviews. Now, if you would like to have your review read, all you have to do is leave a review. Whether you're leaving a review on Spotify, which I think you can do, or if you're leaving a review on uh, on iTunes or Google, wherever it happens to be, do it. And then we'll let you, um, we'll read them here. We'll read them every couple of, every couple, well, every Tuesday, because Tuesdays, reviews days. All right, here's the first one. Mormon Mary. Hi, Mormon Mary. I'm so good. Mo- Mormon Mary, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, Mormon Mary, definitely informative and entertaining. Oh, thanks. Thank you for doing so much for your listeners. Well, Mormon Mary, I appreciate that. I'm glad that you find it entertaining and informative. I don't really, I know it seems like I'm doing a lot for the listeners, but I'm just having, I'm just doing this all for myself. I'm very selfish. I enjoy my job and I love coming in here uh, every single day. Lage W. Kelly. I think that's right. Lage W. Kelly uh, says, blessed, so happy Mark showed up hot on the scene at a pivotal time. Mark and his crew keep me sane. Podcast and live show are a necessity for this tumultuous time in the political world. Plus, he's just fun. Uh, Lage w-, w. Kelly, again, thank you. We have, we have a motto here, the Catriot motto. If you've never read it, if you've never seen it, if you haven't yet downloaded the Catriot manifesto, you need to go to Mark.com and get the K Katria Manifesto, uh, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E.com, because in the K Katria Manifesto, we lay out our, the, you know, the seven things we can do to fight back the lunatic left and have fun doing it. And have fun doing it is the most important part because, and you can, you can see this in your job or with your household chores or with your kids or anything else. If you're not enjoying something, you're less likely to do it. If you're not enjoying something, you're less likely to do it. If something is not fun, if it's not stimulating or pleasing to you, you're not going to do it. Um, you know This is, again, why you know, the Chinese, when they decided to spy on America and take over all of our sensitive data, they used TikTok and not LinkedIn because TikTok is fun. It's a bunch of prank videos and dog videos and hot girls in bikinis twerking at the pool. That's fun. People are going to pay attention to that. We're going to spend more time on TikTok. We're going to give TikTok more information the Chinese are going to rake it all in. They know that they're not stupid. Fun things are things that people do more of. LinkedIn is boring. You go there, you post your essay. Somebody else has written an article about you know the seven best ways to reorganize uh, your uh, you know data charts for analytical research purposes, and you're, it's a snooze fest. Nobody nobody scrolls through LinkedIn for hours on end. Um, that's why the Chinese aren't using it to spy on us because they know where our attention is. So, if you're enjoying something, you're going to do it more. When it comes to saving the Republic, when it comes to politics, when it comes to activating people, because that's what all this is, this is activating you to be involved in the politics of the best country ever created. And if you're activated in politics, then you are going to actively, we hope, fight for that republic. Um, you know, first of all, you're going to love the Republic, and then you're going to fight for it in any way, shape, or form, because it is under attack, and we all have to save it. And the people that are, The people that are the most entertaining, the people that are the most fun, the people that can deliver their message, but also keep someone's attention. Those are the people that uh, those are the people that are going to really win the day. And and in fact, we have a story coming up here in just a minute that's going to that actually proves my point perfectly. Unfortunately, it's for the Democrats. So uh, get the Catria Manifesto, read it, because our motto is save the republic, have fun doing it. And uh, and that's very important. Anyway, thank you so much for that review. Here's another one: Mark K saves the Republic? Question mark. Uh oh. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna need some coffee for this one. Hmm. This is from Alex Tattoo Shop. Alex Tattoo Shop. I enjoy the show and the things you say. All right, so far so good. However, oh, here we go. You're no different than every other talking head for conservatives, because although everything that you're talking about is on point, my frustration with your show, as with every other conservative show, is that none of you are addressing the actual problem that everyone should be focused on. Oh, I'm curious. What is it? Uh, Which is the fact that the corrupt, corrupt left controls the corrupt mainstream media Which pretty much influences every media across the board, as well as every idiot across the country. All right, I'm going to, there's more to this. I'm going to pause here because I'm going to disagree with that. I feel that any regular listener to my show knows that I spend hours and hours talking about the corrupt mainstream media. We spend hours and hours every single Monday going over the church of Lyontology and pointing out, pinpointing the people in the media who are pretending to be journalists, but are truly just propagandists. We talk about the view constantly and play you the clips that 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 we uh, that we uh, uh, um, curate from their show to show you how they're lying on behalf of the Joe Biden administration. We show you how these people are propping Joe Biden up. We show comparisons between the way the media treats Donald Trump and the way the media treats Joe Biden and other Democrats. So maybe you're maybe you're a new listener. But that happens pretty much all the time. Uh, mainstream media is the most dangerous weapon and active virus that thrives throughout the entire planet, and it most definitely does control and manipulate the minds of the weak and naive. I feel like I do all this. Uh, it goes on and on and on. i America going be forced to experience the colloquial. Don't figure out a way to focus on the most dangerous weapon being used against us every day. It won't be long. Oh, if we don't figure out a way to focus on the most dangerous weapon being used against us every day. It won't be long before America looks like something from the hunger game movies. And that's not a joke or exaggeration in any way whatsoever. So much for saving the Republic. Alex tattoo shop. I thank you for your review. Well, it's only three stars. So actually I don't. I, I, okay. Alex tattoo shop. You left a review. It's a three-star review and it's, I believe a little misinformed, but look, we spend a lot of time on the media. The media is a dangerous weapon. It's one that, is, that needs to be called out, and I feel we do a good job of calling it out. However, here's the best thing you can do. If you want to, you know, there's an old saying. Uh, there's an old, I, think it's an, I think it's an Indian. Can we say Indian? Native American? I don't know. It's, it's, anyway, it's an old Indian saying. And the, the grandfather comes to the grandson and says, grandson, two wolves fight in the wilderness. Which one wins? And the grandson says, I don't know which one. And the grandpa says, the one you feed, the one you feed, it's very important. So if you don't want the mainstream media, the corrupt mainstream media to win, if you want the corrupt mainstream media to be, uh, you know, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, neutered. for life. If you want them to be starved, then you have to stop feeding them. You have to stop feeding the mainstream media. We all do. And the way you starve the liberal leaning propagandists on the left is by not feeding them and instead feed the other wolf. Who's the other wolf? It's me. Hey, it's me. It's me. It's other conservative podcasters. It's Newsmax. It's other channels that you may look at and say, wow, these people actually seem like they care about America. These people actually seem like they know what they, they're doing. These people seem like they are not part of the problem, but fighting the problem. That's why we call this show Mark K Saves the Republic. Starve out the, the left-wing media. Call them out for what they are. And there's a lot of people that do a good job of it. You know, CNN's down in the ratings for a really, really good reason. Fox News is down in the ratings because we've seen how politicized they've become with the Tucker Carlson ousting and the Dan Bongino ousting and other things. So, uh, again, I'll continue to do, my, uh, to do my part. And Alex Tattoo Shop, I hope you continue to listen because I think you'll see that we actually do that. All right, to the news. I feel like we've been talking for a long time already. I haven't even gotten to a news story. So a couple of things that are going on. Most of it is with... Um, Pardon me. Most of it is with migrants. Let me let me explain this to you because there's there's um, there's two big things happening, and everything has to be seen through the prism of the 2024 election. Remember, 2024 is uh, next year. We're gonna get more um, candidates jumping in. We're gonna get a Mike Pence. We're gonna get a Chris Christie. We're gonna get all these other people. Probably there's gonna be a couple more. Uh, who are going to jump into the presidential race? They're going to say, "I want to be president of the United States." They're all going to be Republicans. Oh no, that's not true. That's not true. I did see a story that Cornell West is going to jump into the race. I don't know if he's running as a Democrat or if he's running as a third party candidate. But uh, but it'll be if he's running as a third party candidate. I'm um, I'm really I'm going to do some research on that. I'm very excited about that, and I may actually go campaign for Cornell West because I think that would be kind of cool. Uh, but there. But when you look at the election, when you look at 2024, there's a couple of things that happen. Number one. Each side has to pick uh, a platform. And the Republicans have chosen immigration. Immigration is a huge problem. The border is non-existent. The, our enemies are piling in. The drug cartels, the fentanyl pushers, the murderers, the MS-16 gang members, the human traffickers, the terrorists. The terrorists from Asia and from the Middle East, they're all coming through the southern border because they know the southern border is open. Come on in folks. You know, really easy to get here. No one's going to stop you. Um so that's what they do. They come on in the southern border and and it's just it's just a free for all. Uh in addition to that, we are not funding our border. We don't have enough border control uh, control agents. The judges and the the system of legislation that's put in place to get these people processed is just non-existent and Joe Biden doesn't care because well he wants it that way. He wants all these people in here. He wants to find some kind of path towards citizenship and then he hopes they're going to vote for Democrats for the rest of their lives. Uh, And the Republicans know that this is an easy issue. When you look at crime in big cities, when you look at crime in border towns, when you look at crime in red states, when you look at all this kind of stuff, you see that immigration is a huge problem. And it's not just red states, In, in, in New York City, the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, has now proposed a plan, get this, Eric Adams has proposed a new plan, I have it here somewhere, where he is going to ask people to house migrants in their homes. He's already filled up the hotels. There's more migrants in hotels in New York City than tourists. It's another reason not to go there. There's more migrants in New York, I think, than any other city on the country. Uh, they're, They're using jails, old abandoned jails to house migrants. This is how many migrants there are. And it's all thanks to Joe Biden. He even called out Joe Biden on the news and said, that's a good, where is Joe Biden all this? Where's the national or where's the federal government? They're not helping us at all. And now Eric Adams, according to Breitbart, is suggesting the city's government may soon pay New Yorkers to open their homes to border crossers and illegal aliens who continue arriving in the city on a weekly basis. Since the spring of last year, more than 72,000 border crossers and illegal aliens have arrived in New York City. Uh, The 37,000 of them remain in the city's shelter system, which now includes hotel rooms, homeless shelters, and a former jail, all paid for by taxpayers. On Monday... While announcing that the city will begin housing about a thousand border crossers and illegal aliens in 50 churches and faith-based shelters, Adams suggested that he eventually hopes the city will pay New Yorkers to house migrants in their homes. This is a horrible idea, by the way. This is a horrible idea because, A, it continues to encourage people to migrate to the United States, knowing that when they get to New York, they'll be put up in a luxury hotel or somebody's house. It's also a bad idea because, as we've learned with a lot of the abuse of the um, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the foster care system, when you start paying people to house people in their homes, they'll take the money, but they won't necessarily offer the best protection or housing or lifestyle for these individuals. They just want the cash, especially in Joe Biden's economy. So now you're paying people, and you don't know who these people are. You don't know if these are reputable people. I mean, think about this. You go to New York, you're a migrant, maybe you're a teenage girl, and somebody's like, hey, I'll take a couple hundred bucks a month to house this young, pretty young lady in my in my one-bedroom apartment or my studio apartment. All of a sudden, you're staying in an apartment with people you don't even know. They're getting paid, and you know nobody's policing this. There's no recourse for you. There's no way to process or police or protect these folks. It's a ridiculous, horrible idea. If Eric Adams really cared about migrants, he'd send them all back to Mexico he'd put them on planes and he'd fly him back. In fact, that's what Ron DeSantis does. He doesn't send them to Mexico, however. He sends them to sanctuary cities. And you know who's really upset by that? Ironically, the sanctuary cities. Florida has sent at least two planes full of migrants from Florida brrr, to Sacramento, California. Sacramento, the capital of California, also a sanctuary city. Now, why would they be upset if they've said, Migrants, immigrants, illegals, aliens, come here. We will protect you. If they're out there, if they're, if they're advertising Sanctuary City for all migrants are safe here, and then we send migrants there from Florida, why are they angry? They literally have put out the, they've been waving a neon banner saying, come, come one, come all. We're just helping them. you think they'd be thrilled. Thank you, Florida, for sending these people here because we have pledged to offer them security and sanctuary. We have not here in Florida, BT dubs. Sorry, Keith. Um, so anyway, they're really mad. They're really upset about that. That's the Republicans. They're making immigration their issue. They want to run and win on immigration, and they could with the right candidate. Now, on the flip side, you've got the Democrats. You may remember in the last election, Democrats ran on abortion. And Democrats ran on the right to kill babies, unborn children, unborn children. Let's get rid of it. We should be able to kill them at any time for any reason, and nobody can tell us we can't. And if you do, you're a bad person. And we're going to leak the SCOTUS Roe v. Wade uh, over to the decision about the Dobbs decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. We're going to leak that. We're going to make a huge deal about it. We're going to yell and scream about how the Republicans are going to steal your right to kill babies in the womb. And we're going to win. And in a lot of places it worked. It worked in Michigan where Tudor Dixon failed to say, yes, I believe there should be exceptions to the abortion rule. And she was defeated by Gretchen Whitmer, who we're finding out could potentially be a criminal a Chinese, uh, the socialist, communist, um, you know, ally. Anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to that another day. So the abortion issue has already been done. The abortion issue came out. There was an election. Uh, A bunch of states, you know, maintained their blue status. A bunch of other states turned red. Governors and senates and legislatures all over the country now are passing abortion restrictions and rules in some states. You can't get an abortion at all, really, in other states, it's six weeks. In others, it's 15. But about half the states now have some kind of abortion restriction. Well, that issue is pretty much said and done for now. The big issue that the Democrats are going to run on in 2024 is LGBTQ plus rights. And this is very interesting. Very, the LGBTQ rights. The Democrats believe that there are so many transgender people out there and so many gay and lesbian people out there and so many T what I a plus I don't even know I don't even know what these people are I don't even know what it is uh out there there's so many of these folks out there and there's so many other people that support their right to pretend to be something they're not to Uh, you know, go into schools and and do drag show, um, you you know, drag queen story hours and whatnot to to sexualize themselves in front of children and even sexualize children. They believe that that is such a strong voting block that that's what they're running on in 2024. And we know this because they're using drag queens to rally support for voters. This is also from Breitbart. A uh, reporter and TPUSA contributor Drew Hernandez revealed footage Monday of an all-ages drag show in Tempe, Arizona that appeared to turn into a political rally. Democrats joined with a female impersonator at a public pride party to rally far-left progressive voters for Arizona's upcoming elections. It's not too late to register for the next election and turn the tide against the GOP, said Richard Stevens, who uses the drag stage name Barbara Seville. It's insane. It's insane. Over 500 laws to curb transgenderism have been introduced across the country. If we could just elect one more person with views and opinions and commitments to us, like some other people do, we can call the shots and we can protect LGBTQ. Oh, God, there's another. I don't even know what that is. We can protect trans people. We can protect people of color. We can make housing a priority. We can tackle things like guns in schools. But we can't do it unless you get involved. And register to vote. Now this is interesting because the and again, it's all a political ploy. It's all a way to to you know, pander to a particular group and to twist and turn the truth into something it's not. There are no laws attacking LGBTQ people. There are no laws that are making it harder for you to be an LGBTQ plus person. There are no laws that are forcing you to change your LGBTQ. God, it's tough to say, plus status. You can be LGBTQ plus for the rest of your life. You can live with other LGBTQ people. You can hang out with other LGBTQ people. You can dress up like whatever you want. You can use whatever pronouns you want. But what you cannot do is you cannot go into a school and talk about the gay sex that you like to have. You cannot talk about changing your genitalia with kindergartners. You cannot talk about what you do in the privacy of your own bedroom. You cannot talk about how you once were a girl, but now you want to be a boy. Uh, so you tuck your stuff under your target tuck, you know, friendly swimwear to children. That's all it is. This is not, there are no laws attacking LGBTQ plus people. There are laws protecting children and families. There are laws protecting children and families who are being exposed to this kind of lifestyle and these kind of ideals, if you will, this kind of behavior in places where they don't expect to be exposed to them. One of them is school. Uh, another one is libraries. Another one are military bases. Another one is any play, any public place where there are children, like parades and whatnot. Uh, and all of a sudden, you, you know, you go to a pride parade and you think you're going to see a bunch of people in rainbow gear and maybe some dudes wearing dresses. But all of a sudden, you see a guy dressed as a gimp in leather and another guy wearing a bikini, whipping him in the street in front of children. Now, that is not... LGBTQ plus rights being affected, that is children being protected. And if you feel that a Florida law or a Tennessee law or any other state that's passing a law saying, "Hey, you know what? if you're in your house and you want to whip some other dude who's wearing a ball, gag and leather while you're in a bikini and you want to call yourself, you know, whatever you want to call yourself, if you want to dress up like a drag queen and we have big fake breasts that excrete, you know, a, a, a milk type substance into the mouth of some other dude, then that, that's great. You do that at your own home, at your own party, you do it in your garage, you do it at a club that is adult only, but don't do it in schools. Don't do it at drag queen story hour. Don't do it on the streets. Don't do it in front of kids. And if you feel that us saying, hey, you know what, could you please keep your drag queen dude whipping leather paraphernalia, tuck friendly underwear, you know, out of our school systems and out of our children's eyeline, if you feel like that interferes with your rights, if you feel like that negatively affects your life, if you feel that you're like, hey, you know what? I need to go to school and talk to children about my penis and how much I hate it and how I want to get rid of it or how I want to pretend it doesn't exist. I need to do that. I need to let these young kindergartners and first graders and second graders know about the vileness of my penis and how it's been how it's been just a a, a terrible anchor that's been weighing me down. <laughs> we don't you wish? Yeah, I know how you feel. <laughs> Sorry, um, <laughs> I've gone totally off the rails. You know, an anchor's been weighing me down. I need to tell tell kids about that right now, or I'm going to explode. My life will be negatively affected. If you feel that way, you probably. I'm going to be honest with you, you should probably not be in public, but definitely not in the state. In fact, I heard on the news on the way in today, a lot of LGBTQ people are leaving Florida because they feel their rights are being violated. No, your rights are not being violated. You have the right to be LGBTQ. You have the right to dress up like a girl or call yourself they, them. You have all those rights. You do not, however, have the right to expose children who may or may not want to be exposed to that, probably not, without their parents' permission, in places that are supposed to be safe harbors from sexualization. That's the difference. The Democrats are making that a political issue for 2024. And I have to be honest with you, I live in mainstream America. I talk to mainstream Americans. I go to church. I go to school. I'm pretty sure the minority of people in this world believe that that is a winning political issue. So... So have at it, Democrats. Go ahead. <laughs> if that's your issue for 2024, if that's what you're going to be running on next year, run, run away, run, get your get your fake breasts and your mascara and your big wigs and your high heel shoes and drag race to the finish line uh, for 2024. Because, I mean, personally, again, I'm not a political operator for the Democrat Party, but I just feel like that's not. That's no abortion issue is all I'm saying. Anyway, listen. All right. I got to go. I got to get my teeth whitened. However, I would like you to remember that Tuesday's reviews day. So if you take some time today, right now, maybe you'll really like this podcast. Maybe you're like, oh, this was a good one, Mark. Bravo. I enjoyed this one. Or maybe a thought came to your head that you wanted to mention, kind of like the guy from the tattoo parlor. Uh, Then go ahead and do it now. Leave a five-star review, a four-star review. I'm going to be honest with you. If you feel like leaving anything less than a four-star review, I would urge you to maybe not leave a review at all. Comment. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you're feeling. Let me know what you want to talk about in the future. And then next Tuesday, we will read more reviews. Because once again, Tuesday's Reviews Days, right here on Mark K. Saves the Republic.